0: You are listening to The Ride In, NFL DFS podcast with Pat James. Welcome, everybody, to a week five edition of The Ride In, DFS, and Betting podcast. It is Wednesday. promised you guys last week that I would try to get to this earlier. Not only is, I think it's a good idea to look at the slate a little bit earlier, right? And I do on Wednesday and stuff, but a lot of times I can't get to it time-wise. But um, doing the podcast like Friday morning, Friday afternoon, and then doing a live stream Sunday, I think those are too close together. So I like getting this initial look on a Wednesday when I have time, or Thursday, but ideally Wednesday, and kind of comparing the best plays on Sunday, live on Twitter, on the Twitter space, as the value shakes out, as things happen that we need to know, like who's in, who's out, um, that type of thing. And there is a little bit of that this week. So let's get right to it. Quarterback, it's Josh Allen for me again. He is 8,200. I'm going to try to jam him in again. Um Jalen Hurts is there as well at 8100. I think he'll have no trouble with the Cardinals. Um so if you need the 100 that's fine going down to him. Um the run game has been a little bit more active for the Eagles, especially in the red zone. You know, Josh Allen is is the go-to guy in the red zone and they call Jalen Hurts his number but not as often as Josh Allen's. And he's only hundred dollars more Steelers D Cardinals D I mean the Steelers D is is solid but Josh Allen will be able to move the ball and throw the ball on them for sure so Allen is number one Um, if you don't if you if you love a lineup and you're a hundred dollars short I don't think Hertz is going to be too far off in terms of value quarterbacks I think the best point per dollar play is probably Josh Allen even though he is 8200 but then i think we get into tom brady at 6k um you know you could do some some really cool things at the other positions if you slot in brady at 6k he looked really good last week they threw a ton because of the game script so you have to you have to weigh that into you know your cash build when you're when you're thinking about brady um because he hasn't he, he really didn't do too well in close games before last week now if they're just going to come out and sling the ball maybe we should probably wait a week to see if that is their their game plan I think it was just because of the looks that the Chiefs were giving them and the fact that they were down that he was just throwing the ball um then we have Teddy Bridgewater and Trevor Lawrence I think those two guys are the best guys in the 5k range Goff is still there though Jared Goff still on the slate has to travel to new england and he's up to 6100 that's what the issue is for me i don't think golf's a cash play you can play him in tournaments maybe he just maybe he ends up being the guy that you just never play because his salary keeps going up to 300 dollars every week and you don't think he could repeat the performance and he does maybe that's how good the lions offense is but honestly i think it's it's probably alan hurts or brady for me at quarterback on this early Sunday rundown running back is going to be tough because you know those top guys just aren't performing like we had hoped McCaffrey had finally had a breakout game through the air nine for 80 and a touchdown through the air but he just didn't do anything on the ground he only had like five or seven carries or something like that four 20 yards on the ground obviously we we'd prefer him to get that work through the air but I guess we'll have to see. He does have a tough matchup against the Niners. So it, it remains to be seen if McCaffrey is a decent play. Eckler 7,800 against the Browns is enticing if we're going to pay up. You know, he hasn't been effective either, though. And I really don't want to wait just one game. You know, last week he kind of had his breakout because of the touchdown variants, got involved in the passing game. I think the best point per dollar plays right now are Lenny Fournette which pains me to say but because he only played like 60% of the snaps last week but I think that had to do a lot with the game script as well right he only carried the ball three times because they got down quick and they were rotating Rashad White in and out a lot because it was obvious passing downs and they just you know they they think that he's a, a viable pass catcher as well I think against the Falcons you'll see them try to establish Lenny a little bit more 6900 is pretty solid if David Montgomery remains out Khalil Herbert is solid if DeAndre Swift remains out Jamal Williams is solid against the Patriots their salaries have bumped up a tad not a ton then you have guys that you just don't know what to do about like Damian Pierce you know he gets another nice matchup with the Jaguars he absolutely, you know, dominated last week. Devin Singletary's been nice. He's been catching passes. They've been giving him the ball, you know, pretty much as the majority RB1. Like, he's not, he, let me, let's me let just check here what, before I say something that is wrong. But I'm pretty sure that he's playing. Yeah, he's playing. He's up to 87% of the snaps. Started the year at 59%. Now he's up to 87% of the snaps. He doesn't have the rush attempts, but he does get the targets. Um, his targets, you know, he's, he has 16 targets in the last two games, 11 and 5. Pretty solid. Not cash viable, I don't think. Especially with guys like Jamal Williams and Khalil Herbert right there. Herbert gets Minnesota this week, which is a bit better of a matchup than he's had. James Robinson. Man. I could see him just absolutely torching the Texans' run defense at home for 6,300. We just have to make sure that Travis Etienne is not part of the game plan going forward. I mean, maybe we could look into some coach speak. He did play 50% of the snaps last week, probably because they were getting... So they, they jumped out to a lead, and then the Eagles got up, and the sec, kind of the second half was mostly a passing attack, so I think the jaguars i mean they're they're still kind of committed to to james Robinson, I think um but you know Etienne kind of did steal a little bit of his thunder last week, and I would hate to pay six k if maybe they're just going in that direction, like you don't know if it was game script or if it was the direction that they want to go in so we'll see on James Robinson though that is a really a very enticing price there's not much else I don't love like Tyler Algier at 4700 is tempting tough matchup you don't know how much Caleb Huntley is going to be involved though so that is tough but 4700 is really nice for what should be a a pretty solid role he probably should get about 15 combined opportunities in tournaments I think the Patriots backs are really smart You know, we saw what Bershad Penny did last week. Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, Nick Chubb against the Chargers. Love that play in tournaments as well. I think Derrick Henry in tournaments is smart. Really, though, this week is a tough spot. I think Raheem Mostert in tournaments is smart. He's priced as the backup, but has kind of taken over the lead role. Um, in Miami especially with no Tua could see them lean the run a little bit more and then Jeff Wilson I would love for Jeff Wilson to be a cash play but he just does not get targets and I think the game script is going to be okay for him in this game but you know like last week the last two weeks last three weeks he's gotten between 12 and 18 carries and he's gotten between 74 and 84 yards that's awesome but What happens when he doesn't get any targets and he doesn't score a touchdown and then you're paying five and a half K for, you know, 80 yards, maybe one or two catches. He definitely needs he's someone that needs the touchdown because he's not going to be a five, six, seven catch guy. Um, He does have seven catches through four games, not abysmal, but I don't think he will be needed in the catch department this week in Carolina. So, really, it's like Eckler, Jamal Williams, Herbert, uh, maybe Damian Pierce, but he's he's priced up. James Robinson is uh, someone that I'll be considering, too. But, man, running back is tough this week. Obviously, McCaffrey, he's always in consideration, but it is, it is a tough week this week in terms of um, running backs, because you could poke a hole in every single one of them. We'll have to narrow it down and and peg some down on the Sunday live stream. Wide receiver is a little different. I think it's a little bit clearer. Um, I think we could play Cooper Cup up at nine plus. It's obvious that he is just still a legend um, and it doesn't matter how bad the offense is. Like I mean, the Rams didn't even score a touchdown last week, scored three field goals, and Cooper Cup was like, on DraftKings, had like 30 DK points. Um, So he's just going to be fed. So he is definitely at the top of the heap. The next thing I want to mention is Khalil Shakir. We have to monitor the status of the other Bills wide receivers, but depending on who's in and who's out, if Shakir is going to be a primary receiver in three wide receiver sets this week at 3200, I think that is a really smart play. Probably end up being a chalky play. He did end up playing uh a quarter of the snaps, 25% of the snaps and went 2 for 20 after getting in the game for about a quarter. Solid, and if that is translated into a full game, maybe he goes 50 for 70 or 5 for 70 or 6 for 80 or something like that in a full game which would be nice at min salary. Um, Josh Reynolds, I think, is still interesting. He's still in the 4K range, depending on what happens with Amonra uh, and DeAndre Swift and DJ Chark. He is interesting. Chris Olave, I think, is still cheap at 5700 Drake London has dropped down. I think they'll have to throw a little bit more against the Buccaneers, which makes him an interesting play. There's really not a ton, though. Um, interesting to note that Tom Kennedy kind of played the role of, um, Quintus Cephas after he got hurt. He played 81% of the snaps and went three for 50. So, and he's only 3,400. That's not an interesting, or that's not a bad play. Like if, if the Bills receivers are in that we are, that we think might be out and the Lions receivers are out, Wouldn't mind pivoting to Tom Kennedy. Tyler Lockett has not moved. He's actually dropped. Tyler Lockett saw eight targets last week, went for like 15 DK points, and he went down 300. I mean, he'll be in the slot. He'll be moved around. So I think he'll be the primary target of Geno Smith this week, not DK Lockett. I really like Tyler Lockett at 56. Man, if we played him at 59... On the road, I think we could play him at 56 on the road against the Saints. So, Curtis Samuels, 5,800, and it looks like Jahan Dotson will be out. That's promising. Brandon Cooks remains in that low 6K range. Now, he saw his lowest targets of the year year last week, even though we played him in cash. But he made do with them. He went 7 for 60 and one. Despite, you know, like the the two weeks before that, he had 10 10 targets, 7 targets, and only caught 6 passes for 70 yards total. I think the Jags is a good enough matchup. Um, He has cooked them in the past. Like, I know it's not the same Jags team, but last year... Man, if you look at... Brandon Cooks is averaging six for 120 and one the last two years against the Jaguars I know it's a different team I know it's different coaching staff different defense they're playing well above their heads but that is just you know something that is hard to ignore that really all that struck my fancy in terms of of cash plays um you know Robert Woods is getting up there in price. I was looking at him because of he's had some good, some decent games. Um, CD Lamb is up there. CD Lamb's now 7K. I don't think it's a bad play though. Um, the only the only thing I worry about is Michael Gallup. You know coming in and taking a little bit more of a role. But you know CD had eight targets last week. Played almost every snap went six for almost 101 the week before with Cooper Rush eight for 90 and one you know he's been he's benefited actually from Cooper Rush being the quarterback um averaging like eight for 85 with Cooper Rush under center so I don't mind CeeDee Lamb if Waddle is out maybe Tyreek I don't know it's tough to play Tyreek with Teddy Bridgewater though maybe in tournaments that is about it though for for wide receiver I think we could build a decent one a decent you know like if maybe like Shakir Lockett and Cup or if you pay up at running back Lockett Shakir and maybe a a Josh Reynolds or a Brandon Cooks or a Drake London or a Curtis Samuel, something like that. Um, Obviously, nothing's final yet. Tune in Sunday. I'll have a a, a more narrowed approach to cash games. Tight ends off the rails, man. I don't know what to do. I mean, Hawkinson is, you know, obviously he's going to come nowhere near 40 DK points. This week, he's up to almost 5K. I think maybe Tyler Higby is the best play on the slate at 4,300. Gets the Monday night pricing neglect. Ertz is getting a lot of targets. Friar Muth. I don't really see anybody who is like a slam dunk under 4K. Which is, I mean, maybe Njoku, if he plays. I know he's banged up and might not play. We'll have to see the status of the Bucks' tight ends. Cameron Brait, uh, got banged up, and Cade Otten. Oh, crazy kids running by the house. And Cade Otten actually played sixty-seven percent of the snaps. Saw four targets. Three for 30. Not too bad. Maybe if Kate Otten is going to be the starting tight end, we punt there uh, as well. Defense. I really like the Cowboys. Cowboys defense has been really solid. And, you know, Matt, uh, Matt Stafford has been susceptible to taking sacks and turning the ball over. And, I mean... The Cowboys defense has looked um, unbelievable. Michael Parsons is a beast. I think that's a pretty solid play at 2,500. And I also don't mind the Seahawks. The Seahawks have been opportunistic, right? They have given up over 30 points a game, I believe. And they still have scored at least seven DraftKings points on defense through sacks and picks and stuff. And that's what we want anyway, right? When their defense is... When when they're getting into shootouts and there's a ton of dropbacks, it doesn't matter if the opponent scores 24 points, right? Because most opponents are going to score between... are going to score at least two touchdowns. And that, right from the get-go, drops you down to one point in, on, in DraftKings scoring, right? So don't worry about points allowed yeah i mean it looks awesome when the buccaneers are playing the falcons and you think that they're going to absolutely crush them but crush them is probably like 38 14 so if they don't you don't think they're going to turn the ball over i talk about this all the time you know like mario they, they throw the ball like 15 times in atlanta a game when they when the game is you know at least within a within a score or within two scores they just run 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 and you're not going to do much if that's the case. So I think it is smart to to play a team like Seattle where, you know, maybe the, the Saints try to establish Camara a little bit more, but I think the Saints will, and Andy Dalton especially, um, be susceptible to turnovers in that game. And then same thing with, the Cowboys. Stafford's going to be slinging it. You know, they're not going to try to pound Henderson and Akers up the middle a bunch. Stafford will be dropping back. Cup will get his. But Parsons is going to get to Stafford and they'll get their points. So I think the Cowboys defense is pretty smart. Alright. That will do it for the ride in. Tune in on Sunday for the Core 4. As of right now, my Core 4 is going to be... I don't even... I, I'll say Josh Josh Allen. I will say the Cowboys defense, that's a cop out, sorry. I will say Jamal Williams. But that's not that's not for sure either. Very tentative core 4 as of right now or core 3. I apologize. It's kind of early. Sunday live stream, you will get the core 4 we just need some a little bit clearer picture to uh, to come about. All right, see you guys.